0: A Flow Media Production. Beautiful. A True Crime Memoir. Written by Cameron Lundgren. Narrated by Jesse Angeles. A tale of fast romance that escalated quickly into a heated exchange. One man now is left accused of a murder that he didn't commit and robbed of the grieving of his lost love. Chapter 4 Feels Perfect Before the Nightmare, August 2018. We spent two nights up at Mirror Lake, two nights that felt like a dream. I was already starting to fall in love with Shayna. She even decided not to go home with her parents, but came straight home with me to my house in Cedar Hills. On the drive home, we stopped at a little cafe in the closest town. The waitress came up to us, taking our order. You love birds ready to order? we could not take our eyes off of each other. And both of us had severe motor mouth, talking about anything and everything we wanted to. Shane had told me she had been a go-go dancer at an electronic dance music or EDM festivals. Don't you mean rave? I asked. She laughed like I had just told the world's funniest joke. You're old, she teased, still giggling. DOS Energy is coming up this weekend. It's an EDM festival in Salt Lake City. We should go. I had my kids every other weekend, and I had them the weekend of Dos Energy. Sorry, babe. I got my kids then, and I don't miss my time with them. Sharing that intimate detail made me realize I didn't actually know much about her. Do you have kids? I had a girl early in life. Her body deflated a little as she spoke. But we decided to give her up for adoption to have a better life. Shit. I hadn't intended to make her sad or uncomfortable not sure how to respond i said well you can have another i wasn't sure if that's what she wanted me to say so i offered and i'm sure the baby you gave up would want to know her mom at some point right she smiled a little and then changed the subject i don't think i asked you how old you were i'm 39 i confessed rolling my eyes to be honest I was a little scared of her reaction. Not only did I have kids, but Shana and I had shared a 13-year age difference. But she just smiled again. That big, beautiful smile I had already fallen in love with. That's perfect, she smirked, eyes glinting. I like older men. Relief flooded through me. So, she continued, do you want more kids? I had an 11-year-old and a 15-year-old at the time, but I had always wanted a third, a daughter. Except I had hated the baby years. I much prefer when my kids were old enough to throw the ball around or go to the park. Some parents dreaded the teen years, but the baby years had always seemed the hardest to me. I'd love a daughter, I replied. I want to spoil the shit out of her. We both laughed as the waitress approached our table with the bill. I paid, and we made our way back to the truck. We didn't get home until late Sunday night, but I was too excited to sleep just yet. So I gave her a tour of my home and all my toys. As we pulled into my garage, my commuter car and my fully modified Polaris RZR with dark red and black candy paint were illuminated by the garage lights. My brain immediately went to all of the future activities Shana and I could do together. And if our future was anything like Mirror Lake, it was gonna be fun. One of my ex-boyfriends owned a shop that builds those, she pointed to my Polaris. Well, he'd made a fortune if he built mine, but I did it all myself, I said smugly. Let's go inside. We began our tour at the kitchen, then my office, then out back to see the backyard with my gazebo-covered hot tub overlooking the golf course. I was trying to impress her with everything I had, hoping she felt as excited as I did. I could spend every day with her for the rest of my life. She felt perfect. What's downstairs? She asked, breaking my fantasy. I'm still finishing the basement. Want to see what I want to do? She grabbed my hand to pull me along. Maybe she was as excited as I was. In the basement, I showed her where I was going to put a theater room, a bedroom, and a bathroom. We approached the corner of the room, and I grabbed her from behind. And here... I explained, is where I plan to put our sex room. I felt her butt rub against my front side and I continued, I'm going to make a sex bench and a wall for toys, like whips and handcuffs. I want to build a hidden bookshelf to hide the room for my kids. But I paused to kiss her on the neck. Over there is where I'm going to tie you up against the wall and please you. She tilted her head back and whispered, are you going to tie me up tonight, handsome? I stopped my assault on her neck. We'll see, teasing her. I led her upstairs. I had spent three years post-divorce dating all sorts of women, learning what turns them on, what makes them hot. And what I found out most women love is one thing, confidence. Many of the women I had been with had told me the men in their past had been intimidated by toys in the bedroom. But I found that toys only emphasize physical intimacy and what many women would use in private was only made that much better when used as a couple. As I led Shayna up the stairs to the main floor and to my makeshift liquor cabinet, my kitchen cupboards, she immediately noted my collection of whiskey and grabbed the Fireball. Figured, we both seemed to love Fireball. That could be a problem, I thought. We shared a few drinks before heading upstairs to the master bedroom, where Shayna made a stop into the hallway guest bathroom to check her hair. Even still without makeup from camping, that woman was a dream. She spun around to stand in the doorway, wearing a sly grin. So, she said, tilting her head as if to ask an important question, where are your whips and handcuffs and ropes then? I casually walked up to her. We're going to buy them together. I don't share whips and handcuffs. She leaned into me, her lips grazing my ear, her breath hitching. Fuck your hot. With a slight tug of her long, black hair, I pulled her head back, exposing her neck. Lucky for you, I always have ropes. I licked from the base of her neck, trailing towards her chin, then slowly let her head come back down. Her hand grabbed the bulge in my pants, and she whispered into my ear, be careful, I might love you more. She moved from the bathroom entryway to the entryway of the master bedroom, and then slowly pulled her pants down, giving me a show. She struggled a bit to peel them off her strong, thick legs, which caused her butt to sway from side to side. Seeing those naked, sexy, long legs made me freeze in place. My eyes locked on her hips, then followed down the length of her body as she slowly pulled each foot from her pants. Shayna turned, blowing me a kiss over the shoulder and giving me a much-anticipated look of her butt. I'll be in bed. Bring your ropes, Boy Scout. The thoughts of all the ties I could put her in, the sexiness of shibari on her body, had my head in a tailspin. All I could think about was tying her hands to the bedposts and making her uncontrollably orgasm over and over and over again. I made a dash to the master closet, stumbling and started tearing it apart in search for the red and black ropes I had bought just weeks earlier. I'm ready, she called. Are you uh, coming? She teased me from the bed, giggling at her sexual innuendo. My closet in shambles. I finally secured the rope, still in its original packing. I tore open the package, fumbling to untangle it as I reached the end of the bed. Shana was already exactly how I wanted her, lying with her back against all my pillows, her legs propped up and spread long and wide toward the bedpost. She held out her arms towards me, indicating she was giving me power over her, waiting to be tied up. Rushing to the side of the bed, I ripped off my shirt, tying one wrist with the red rope into a handcuff tie. I like your choice of color, she cooed, winking at me as I secured her bound wrist to the bedpost. I stayed quiet and went around the other side to secure her second wrist with the black rope. I moved to stand at the edge of the bed. Shana displayed before me like prey accepting its fate. "'What do you want?' I asked, my voice steady and commanding. She looked at my crotch. "'That.' "'We'll see.' I taunted her as I pulled off my pants. Climbing on the end of the bed, I approached her like a lion about to devour its prey. My head dropped down, and starting at her feet, I began a slow, methodical torment licking from her toe to her knee, from her knee to hip, Slipping just past her vagina, but grazing her skin just enough to draw excitement. Her hands struggled as I pleased her, confirming her satisfaction. Moaning, she bucked her pelvis up to meet me, but I didn't give in. I continued looking up toward her belly button, her breaths getting more ragged, grabbing my attention. She was giving me the nonverbal cues to find her spots. As her breaths grew even deeper, my tongue found them. Then slowly, my tongue made its way to the middle of her chest, circling both nipples, wet and erect, and biting them gently. Shayna was gasping and struggling beneath me. I slowly, carefully mounted her, the tip of my cock just barely inside her. My tongue, lingering on her ear, I whispered, Are you ready to come now? I have a secret to tell you, she whispered back. No man has ever made me come. I've always faked them. My orgasms, I mean. At first, I thought it couldn't be possible, but the look on her face told me it was true. I put on a playful grin and lowered my voice. If you ever fake an orgasm with me like last night again, I growled in her ear. You'll have to find another man. Yes, sir, she whimpered. The thought of her obedience made me hot. Tonight, it's not my cock that's going to make you come. I slipped my tongue into her ear and she pulled away, her whole body shivering uncontrollably. Tsk, tisk. I might have to learn a rope tie to secure your head. Gently pulling away from her, I navigated my tongue back down to her waist. I eased my finger inside of her as my tongue made its way inside of her too. I began to massage her with my tongue when she said, Slower. My eyes looked up, catching hers, and I decreased my pace with a smile. She was in ecstasy. So was I. The next 45 minutes, she spent coaching me, training me, guiding me while she was bound. When she orgasmed, her hips thrust back and forth, but I kept my tongue wrapped around her clitoris. Her body finally slows, yet her breathing was still uneven. Without a word, I gently unbound her hands and positioned myself so I could cuddle with her from behind. We lay like that for a while, she still hadn't fallen asleep or attempted to move. I could sense something was on her mind, but I didn't want to disturb her quiet. I wondered what was going through her brain. My cock still pressed a heart against her butt, but it wasn't my turn. I held her close until I eventually dozed off. The weekend of the Das Energy Festival, I was supposed to have my kids. I planned to take them to the arcade, but a few days prior, I got a text from my ex asking if she could have them for two weekends in a row because her brother was in town. I agreed. As soon as Shayna came home from work, I shared the news. You got me for DOS this weekend, babe. She squealed and ran toward me, wrapping her arms around me. You're going to have so much fun, old man, she exclaimed, planting a big kiss on my mouth. Shayna had not left my house since we had arrived from Mirror Lake except for one quick stop at her mother's to grab work clothes the Friday of the festival. She had left early for work that morning and planned to get ready for the concert at her mom's and we'd meet at the festival. However, the first night got rained out, so I headed back alone to my place for an early night. Saturday morning, I immediately messaged Shana on Snapchat. God, I hated Snapchat. But it was what Shana and this younger generation was using, so I suppose I'd better keep up. Cameron, Hey, so I'm taking this super hot chick with me to Das, and you wouldn't like her, because I'm falling in love with her. Shayna. Could her name be beautiful? I'll kick her ass. Cameron. Sorry, babe. Her name is Shayna. I'll tell her she needs to keep her hands to herself. Shayna. Nah, you should tell her to take advantage of you. She sends me a wink emoji, and I realize I've been smiling to myself. Shayna. You just made my day, handsome. What you gonna wear? Oh, shit. What in the hell do I wear? What do they wear? People Shana's age. I immediately thought of Spencer's. So I hopped in my car and drove to the mall. As I wandered the aisles, it became clear to me I had no idea what I was actually looking for. Das seemed like a rave, despite being laughed at by Shana for using the outdated word. So I bought as much neon gear as I could find. A neon mask... Neon glow suspenders, the whole nine yards. I went straight home, put it all on, and took a picture in the mirror and sent it to her. Less than a second goes by when she responds, Shayna, you're old, but super cute. Feeling defeated and old, and my ego a bit bruised, I decided to wear my tried and true black fitted shirt that showed off my muscles, and some ripped up black jeans with boots and a black hat. Shayna, hey, my friend Sarah wants to come with us. Her cousin Mandy can drive, but she's going to stay home because she's on probation and can pick us up afterwards. Can she use your commuter car? I was happy to offer my spare car in exchange for a designated driver. Cameron. Of course. Should I pick you up? Shayna? Yeah, baby. But one more thing. They have mushrooms and want to go to your house afterwards for some fun. You down? Of course I was down. I love mushrooms. Even more so, I love taking mushrooms with someone I love. It's a euphoric experience I can never quite put into words. Cameron, Cameron, hell yeah, let's do this, babe. As I pulled up to her mom's house, Shayna sauntered to my car, and I knew I was going to love all of the concerts she'd take me to. She came out of those black, skin-tight Daisy Duke shorts, her legs on full display. And at the top of the dead mouse logo, which looked like Mickey Mouse on her chest, I fell head over heels all over again. I couldn't have conjured up a more perfect image in my head if I tried. She bounded into the passenger seat with all the excitement of a five-year-old going to Disneyland. Hey, babe. She looked me up and down, a small frown marking her face. Why'd you change? I love the look you sent me. You told me I looked old mimicking her frown. Well, you still look old, she snickered, but you're very handsome. Her full smile returned. I can't wait to do this with you, she leaned over and gave me a kiss, but stopped before pulling away to add, are you going to get naughty with me tonight after? That depends. You going to give me your wrist? I threw it in reverse and left for Sarah's. During the drive, Shayna requested a song, Drunk All The Time, by Dylan Francis and she would point to me, wink, and blow a kiss each time the chorus came on. By the end, it may have been my new favorite song. Thank you again for joining us here on the podcast. Just a reminder, this podcast comes out every Monday and Wednesday, so go ahead and mark that on your calendar. Also, you can get this book on Amazon, so go ahead and click on the link below, and you could either read along with us, or you can skip ahead, find out what happens to Cam. Again, thanks so much for being here today. This is a Flow Media production.